This is Nikki Bruno with the Epic Comeback Podcast, where warrior women who've been through absolute caca give you advice on getting to the other side of yours. Today, I am super excited to be here with Olivia Neely. Olivia, thank you so much for being with me and welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Nikki. I'm super excited to be here. Rock on. Let's do it. So, Olivia, please introduce yourself. Let us know who you are and where you're from and how you stay busy during the day. Absolutely. So, I am a functional health dietitian and I hail from Northwestern Pennsylvania. I grew up there, very rural, rural area, and then I moved to the eastern side of the state to go to college and eventually landed here um, near Philadelphia, where I currently work. And I have my own business. So I just recently took a big leap from a pretty fantastic job that I loved, um, but working for someone else, because working for myself has always been uh, something that I pictured in my future, and I figured now is the best time as any. So I recently started my own virtual functional nutrition practice where I help women balance their hormones to optimize fertility. So that is what I do with my days, and I love every minute of it. Congratulations. That's amazing, Olivia, taking that leap, especially from a job that you didn't like. I mean, I hear the or sorry, a job that you did like that you really right. love because it's so, it, it so often happens in the other way where, where we're miserable in our job and so we go off and we start something for ourselves. So that, is, that speaks a lot for the entrepreneurial spirit and I'm very glad to hear about the work that you do and I'm looking forward to learning more about it. And with that in mind, um, this is, as you know, a podcast by and for women who've gone through some really rough stuff. And I would love for you, Olivia, to summarize what you've gone through and to let us know what was the worst part. Yeah, yeah. So I like sharing my story. I haven't always liked sharing my story, which is part of kind of a great thing about this is growth and acceptance of, of who we are and what got us to the, this point. Um, so in brief, my story is, you know, I grew up pretty traditional family and uh, was pretty much raised to um, be ha have the expectations to be a mom and a wife and I didn't really have any ideas of what I wanted to do for career it was just kind of you know that's what my mom was a uh, stay-at-home mom and she had five children and I always wanted to be a mother but um, that was kind of the only thing that I had um, planned for me I guess and so I did a lot of things in my relationships that forced that to happen when it was not the right fit. Um, and that ended up looking like being engaged two times. So I was engaged to be married twice to not the right people, but I was in such a rush and uh, had such an expectation of my life from other people that I tried to make it happen at the wrong time with the wrong people. Um, fortunately, it did not go through and very last minute on one of those. But um, fortunately, you know, I did not go through with either engagement. Um, and I am here today with a fantastic relationship that is just at such our own pace. And I'm very thankful to be here. Um, but yeah, so, you know, going through two failed engagements is kind of embarrassing when you first say it. And like I said in the beginning, I didn't 
haven't really told that story a lot, but now when people ask me, I'm actually very proud to tell them because I'm at a spot now that I wouldn't have been if I hadn't gone through that. Yes, absolutely. And, and also there are different perspectives on one story. And so on the one hand, you could describe them as quote failed engagements, but on the other hand, there are so many people who go through with a, an engagement. So maybe the engagement and the, the wedding itself gets pulled off, but then later on a marriage fails. So yeah, and coming from a, a family, you know, my, my parents are happy, but they're, they're um, you know, not in the most uh, thrilling or engaged marriage. And, you know, they stay together because they're married. Um, but I don't want that to be a marriage that I have in the long term. And so I'm very thankful that I will not be in that, that same place. Yeah, that's really awesome. And I also believe that it takes a lot of strength and must have taken a lot of courage. I mean, particularly at the last minute. Um, in order to, in order to get to the other side of whatever it was that told you you were in the wrong situation. So yeah. what I'm wondering now, what is the best thing about being where you are, knowing what you have come through? Yeah, this is a great question. I think the best thing about being where I am after going through that is having that experience under my personal growth belts, right? Um, there's so many things that I know about myself now that I would never have understood or dove into or challenged had I not had that experience. And I am now uh, a much more confident in what I want and my expectations about myself rather than just going with um, expectations that people may have for me. And that's something that, yeah, I just may never have challenged. And maybe, who knows, you know, decades from now, maybe that would have come up and I would have had to struggle through it at that point. Mm -hmm. And I'm just so thankful that I went through that now and can really build off of that in my coming years rather than kind of having maybe a midlife crisis or, um, you know, something that many people and women experience, which all in all, it's better late than never. But uh, I feel very fortunate that I experienced that earlier on. Yeah, you bet. I mean, the phrase that comes to mind, and pardon the phrase, but it kind of the, that that phrase of dodging a bullet, you know, like <laughs> yeah, having the having the foresight yeah. and having the instinct or the intuition or whatever. It's the strength, definitely strength that it took for you to for you to avoid um, avoid the pitfall rather than rather than falling right right into the into the chasm. Yes. Are. Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of myself, I was raised to kind of be a people pleaser, as I think many people, uh, women are, you know, we want to make people happy. And that's a wonderful strength, but it can also have a detriment. And I learned that I can push that a little too far. And so actually saying no, and um, kind of going, you know, with what I want, rather than what other people expect, um, was not an easy lesson to learn. But it's a, it's a fantastic one to now be on the other side of. That is wonderful. So Olivia, who are some other warriors like you who've come through something really difficult and out on the other side, maybe some women who have, who have inspired you on your journey, who you think would be really great guests on this podcast? Yeah, I would say, um, I think a good friend of mine who I met in Philadelphia, and she 
is a business owner as well, and she's rocking it in her world. She's in the fitness world, and she's an inspiration to many women, but she has her very own um, struggles and story, and a lot of it is similar in the roots and how we connected just basically of other people's expectations and, and kind of breaking through that and understanding what we want for our lives instead of just what is maybe um, laid out in front of us and her name's Serena and um, she's a fantastic woman that I've learned so much from and just gained so much strength and motivation from and I would love for her to be on here because I know that so many women would relate and connect with her story as well. Thank you so much for that Olivia and I'll, I'll, we'll follow up about that that's great. Yeah. So we've come to the kind of the big question here on this podcast, which is based on the experiences that you've gone through, both personally and potentially professionally. I know you work with women who are who are perhaps struggling with or hand, dealing with their own fertility. What is a piece of advice that you would give to women who are struggling right now and are going through something traumatic and really difficult? Yeah, this is a good one. Um, it's a tough question. And I think my main takeaway is that it's okay to be selfish. And a lot of times I say that and women kind of recoil and, um, and not really understand what I'm talking about in that. But I think that as women, we are, again, taught to be people pleasers, we're taught to be selfless and give and give. But so many women that I, um, you know, I mean, really, I think my mother, you know, growing up and being under her influence, she, you know, kind of was empty. She gave too much um, and she never really refilled her tank. And so I think that it's important to be a little selfish in the respect of taking care of yourself, filling up your tank, because ultimately what that does is then you're able to give more to those that you love. So to me, I help women reframe that idea of selfishness to really see it as actually being selfless because then when you fill up your tank you're able to give more to those that you love which is the ultimate i think kind of draw and challenge maybe that women have because we want to give so much i agree with you completely and i think so much of a lesson that in particular women could benefit a ton from learning and the universe could benefit a ton from women learning is yeah. to be compassionate with yourself, to love yourself. And just as you put it to fill your tank. And it is hard to be really compassionate for others, even though we are kind of built to be caretakers and built to be compassionate for others. When we aren't applying that to ourselves, I think that there's a tension inside of us and honestly a bitterness toward other people that we may kind of suppress or not want to come not want to express that happens as a result of not being selfish in the positive way you're talking about yeah and then that can actually kind of come back and then we kind of have this internal struggle right where we want to be there for people that but then we have that little bit of bitterness or resentment but then we're hard on ourselves because we feel that and it's just this vicious cycle so it can be difficult yeah Definitely. Totally agree. So Olivia, since we're all about being epic here, if you could have any superpower that you don't already have, what would it be? My superpower 
would, uh, this is something I really struggle with and it may seem very tame given the nature of this question, but I would love to be more patient <laughs> uh, with people and have the power of patience because to me that is something that's really difficult. Uh, even, you know, going through the challenges that I mentioned and, and kind of, you know, coming out on the other side and having that experience, I just still struggle with making things wanting to make things happen and wanting to make them happen now um, and not really having the patience to maybe give them a second to work out on their own or, um, you know, have other things happen that would help them along. And I feel like I still need to make things happen. So yeah, it's, a, it's seemingly, you know, small to others, but to me, that would be the most amazing superpower. Yeah. I absolutely love that answer. And it's such a coincidence because I had um, another recording of a different episode today. And um, my guest on that episode mentioned patience for the first time when I was asking about advice on what advice would you give women on getting to the other side? And she mentioned patience and not pushing it. And it was all, it was this like revolutionary answer that nobody had mentioned. So I can, patience and the concept of patience are, are in, my, in my mind right now, and I can relate to what you're saying a lot. Um, I am not necessarily the most patient of people either. Yeah, it's, and I think, you know, I don't, again, I think women can take this and, and kind of get confused because we, you know, we, we're kick-ass women. I get it. Like, you know, I work with kick-ass women. I want you to be out there and, you know, taking charge of your life and making things happen for yourself. But then we got to, you know, also have that grace and, um, you, you know, just that patience to let things happen on their own and not take on too much. So it's a fine line. It's a balance, but I'm still working on it. Let me know when you've, when you've got it. I bet it's worth it. <laughs> <a lot. laughs> that, that can be our new business together. <laughs> so, Olivia, thank you so much for being my guest today. Where can we find you and your business online? Thank you, Nikki. It's been great. So uh, my website is Let's Get Real, R-D, as in registered dietitian, dot com. So Let's Get Real, R-D, that is my business. I love people helping people get real about all things nutrition, health, and women's hormone balance. And so, uh, and also you can follow me on Instagram at Functional Fertility Dietitian. Those are the two places I'm most active and where you'll see all my most recent updates. Fantastic. All right. We're going to be following you. And in the meantime, this is Nikki Bruno with Olivia Neely on the Epic Comeback podcast. For more information about how to stage an epic comeback in your life after a life-shattering experience, please go to theepiccomeback.com.